1: learn more at marines.com
0: all right so what like how did you first find out about the Doc River situation right because that was the first shooter drop Paul Pierce and Kevin Garnett they were still Celtics players at that time but you knew something big was happening right you know you knew there was a big rebuild once you once the news spread that Doc was leaving yeah you you heard that Doc was leaving I was surprised and then it was with the Clippers and
1: then you heard about and, and, and people breaking the rules, and the Celtics get a pick back for Doc. And with the clip, it, it was, it was, um, it, it was jarring
0: to say the least. Yeah, yeah Danny essentially traded him, right? Yeah, and, well,
1: that was because Doc wanted to leave. And when he left, I think it was essentially he was still had something on his contract. In order for him to leave, Danny still had those rights.
0: The narrative I remember that summer was obviously rebuild, right? They're starting this thing, out, you know, from scratch, and, and Doc wants nothing to do with it. That was the the narrative, at least between my friends and, and me. Some guys were like, "Oh no, Doc is just at a point in his career where you know he, he doesn't need to do that anymore. You know, he, he did that in Orlando, he did that in Boston. He's not gonna do another rebuild. You know, he, he, this is great for him. He goes up to the Clippers, he's gonna have a competitive team, and, and then obviously the next six years unfold where the Celtics are, you know, they made a number, a handful of trips to the Eastern Conference Finals, and the Clippers were still trying to, to get over yeah, the hump. they
1: were trying to get over the hump. Sort of like so, the last
0: thing you expected to see.
1: So you just didn't see. Like, I remember saying, how are you going to do it? That's what makes you always say, you know what, don't. Anybody is replaceable. And I thought Doc Rivers was the heart and soul of this organization. Mm-hmm. But when you actually think about it, the heart and soul of this organization now probably is more like Danny Ainge, right. because of his movement and players and coaches and all the things he's done to, you know, kind of mix things up. Mm-hmm. So when Doc left, I was uh, I was shocked, um, but
0: uh, I knew something something big was gonna happen. Do you think he was really about the rebuild, though? Or do you think it was more about, like, just more excited about the situation in L.A.? I
1: think, you know, Doc was just probably just under pressure. And yeah, and then by being in L.A., just, you know, most people want to be in L.A. You want to take a shot at a, a big, major city. Mm-hmm. What was Doc Rivers at? Orlando. Boston. Doc is Hollywood. Yeah. Doc is Hollywood. Well, he for played him, all those years in New York. For him to rub elbows with people out there, to me, was a natural bill. Yeah, And to go to an organization that hadn't done much, and him to be a figurehead there. And remember, though, for a while, Doc Rivers was the GM. Right. And he was the coach. Yeah.
0: In the beginning, he was. Yeah. And
1: then they took the, that responsibility away from him, and his team has been better. But yeah. that didn't work at that time. So... Is Doc like a cat? You know, nine lives, and you don't have any more. I mean, that's that. You I mean the way his team fell on the sword? That just yeah. that's not a pretty look for any coach. Like I get the fir- with that kind of talent,
0: I get the first run. You know, I, I get the the conflict or whatever happened with Chris Paul. Uh, you know, when he brought in his son, I guess that that wasn't the best move for the team overall because of guys felt like he was favoring his son. He wasn't really getting into his son the way he got into Chris Paul. You know whatever happened there, whatever. I'm not even talking about that. But after that, I just never. F- I always felt like I didn't see those same the same kind of connection I saw with that he had with his players. Look at team. look at his besides Lou Williams. Lou Williams the one exception. Look at his teams though. It's just so much talent.
1: I mean, you. So think, what's going on? You mean you Blake Griffin? You had one of the Duncan show over there. (laughs) When you watched them, it was like, my God. Clippers were like must see TV. DeAndre Jordan. Jordan, Chris Paul. Jordan. That was just like, it's like they had taken over that mantle of being the best team in L.A. Mm -hmm. So now that the Lakers are back on top and you. We're supposed to be right there with them in that city, and you have an owner who is probably rich and motivated. Yeah,
0: <laughs> that's, a, that's the best way to put it. He Valher might, into he, he, he
1: <laughs> might, he might, you know, take a flyer. Yeah, and say, let's do something else,
0: guys. Yeah, because so. that's because I, I think that's a conversation worth having. Because I'm, I'm thinking. You blew a three-one lead. I thought that. Let me you tell you, did, this. Yo, he did this three times, man. I it's, thought it's one yes, thing to do it that, once. That's true. That this really is, the third time. That man. really is true. And you What's think, going on? You
1: think this is what I thought for a while when I thought of Doc Rivers? I thought Doc Rivers would have a possibly, possibility of being the guy, the next um guy in the front office. For the NBA. Mm-hmm. I thought that if Adam left, I could easily see Doc Rivers being that guy. I mean, knows everybody, friendly, hard nose, emotional, you know. I mean, and, and I think there's nothing wrong with You know, think a couple years ago, if you had a guy who was a coach that was emotional like Doc, you be like, get his soft ass out of there.
0: <laughs> yes, yeah, true. Get his soft <laughs> ass out of there.
1: Now oh my God, Doc Rivers <laughs> do listen to what he said. I mean, he said some of the most profound words I, I've heard yeah. when, it's, when it's come to Black Lives Matter. Yeah, yeah. But you know, your performance has to also be on the court. Mm-hmm. And his teams have not lived up to, you know, where
0: they uh where they potentially could have been. I just feel like it's too, like, the culture there is just too loose, man. I feel like guys just sort of come and go. I mean, maybe the low management thing has a lot to do with it. Maybe guys just sort of feel free in that sense that they know they're not going to play on, you know, second night of a back to back or they know that, you know, Doc's going to pull them and, and, and they can just do what they, roam what they want. But like, look, this has, this has some to do with what happened with Lou Williams and, and the, the freedom he got. But it also has a lot to do with, Doc connecting with younger players. I always felt like Doc is a veteran guy, right? Remember yeah. how many how many these rookies they were like they didn't even have a shot to see minutes, and you know some of them was the, the, that was the way it should have been. But Doc always built that reputation of connecting better with veterans. And
1: I think that that's what Doc is connected with those you know big time veterans. I mean, because it was always a thing, you know, um, you know. Don't blame Blake. It's not Blake's no, fault. No, yeah, yeah. Leave Blake alone. Blake didn't do anything. Blake didn't it's do not anything. Blake's fault. It's not Blake's fault. I mean, of standing up for his for his guys. Right. But uh, you know, I don't know. It's it's and I love Doc Rivers as a coach. And I can see him being there for a while, but this is this is a big, big misstep, man. Mm-hmm. Huge misstep for his team. This is a guy, this is the kind of step you're going. Damn, dog. Yeah. Damn, that's yeah. all you that's all you that's all you can especially, say. Especially,
0: especially when you got coaches losing their jobs yeah, left in the Yeah, I mean right? you're, to- you're, look, talking the, you're talking about the you about Nate McMillan. Look, look, what did he do? Like he look, just lost his job look, just from look, they you, just changed their mind you're, on him.
1: You're up three one about to go to the the you know the finals in the West. All you do is win one more game. One more game. You can't get one more game and you got a healthy Kawhi. And a healthy Paul George. Lou. And Lou is healthy. Your whole team is healthy and rested. This should have been the cakewalk.
0: hmm. This should have been a cakewalk. But game. no, the chemistry wasn't there. These it guys there. hadn't played a whole lot of games together. And they didn't look great throughout the eight seeding games. Let's face it. Even when they were finally together, or at least in that first round, they looked yeah. all right. Yeah, but. They've struggled. They haven't been consistent. I just thought. I don't think anybody had Denver. No. Denver Denver
1: should have lost to Utah. Denver should have lost to the Clippers. And now, can Denver pull another trick out of their hat?
0: Yeah, 3 1. They love that shit. That's, what, can, that's what they live for. They when be, they're down 3 they, 1, they They are
1: dangerous. Can, can they pull another <laughs> trick out of their hat? Because they've got guys right now who are on a
0: roll. Can they win the title? Oh, it's they, they could win the title. They
1: could, they, it could be scary.
0: When this be, whole thing started, my dad told me he said, "Listen, I wouldn't be shocked if some team we're not even thinking of wins this whole thing."
1: I had I had said early in the year that don't sleep on Denver. I was don't saying that sleep, too because I like I like uh, Porter Porter Denver. Jr. That's yeah. who that's who I was crazy about yeah. Porter Jr. And I'd see Yokeish play before, uh, but Harris and Murray, mm. I didn't see Murray being that guy.
0: Murray was putting up like 38 throws. Murray was just ridiculous. Him and, him and Donovan Mitchell, which is funny because they're, they're good friends. And then they end up going at it in the first round. Man, what a series. 3-1 lead again. Utah blows it this time and Denver makes them play, man. I mean, this is, this entire thing has just been amazing basketball. So many players. I feel like I'm missing guys, you know, Devin Booker was going off. Damian Lillard was going off. So much talent. And, and I think, Denver is sort of like Defying the odds here Like All the top teams That everyone was talking about Remember was saying Oh Milwaukee is a lock Or Clippers are a lock Lakers are a lock I it really wouldn't shock To see the Denver Nuggets Win the title this year oh, man no, If they did That would be crazy It would be wild And yeah. it, it kind of Goes to your point About you know Teams that More team oriented Uh Uh you know, groups or, or teams in in the bubble, you said it, you were like those could be the ones that'd be the most didn't, dangerous. And didn't they don't have nothing, they have nothing here, to lose. Here's There's no the pressure. Thing,
1: here's the thing that and, and maybe I'm wrong. I I don't remember, but didn't Jokic test positive for Corona? He did.
0: He did early on. Yeah.
1: Didn't he test positive for Corona? He did, yeah. And what is that saying about what is that saying about his ability to handle situations? Because yeah. everybody said there's a you know a lot of people who have had Corona said there's a, a lingering effect.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Well, it don't look like it's affecting him.
0: Yeah, he's the best big man. He is, and he's and he's the
1: best big man right now in the and league. He's doing everything. 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 He's every, blocking he's like, he's, shots. He's been that point guard. He <laughs> some brings game, the man. ball up. He's making these. Football passes from half from full
0: court, mm-hmm.
1: behind the back, you know, step back, step through, up and under, spin moves. He's strong enough to get you on the inside of that big body, and he just you know, and then he pulls up from three point line like a guard right mm-hmm. now, knocking them down. So LeBron James did not have to guard anybody in these last two series. Yeah, they really didn't. Mm-hmm. He was guarding guys who were like six four and under.
0: He's gonna have his hands full. His hands He's gonna be, are guarding gonna be everybody. his
1: hands. Them, them dudes flying around. So I mean, he, yeah, I just remember him playing against playing against Houston, and he just went right to the box. And Ronda throwing the ball, he just turned around, just boom, like there wasn't even nobody there. And what would really be the thing? LA is lucky right now; they're in the bubble. Because if they had to go to Denver, oh, up yeah. in that altitude, yeah. and you've been there before. And you're going
0: back and forth, back dude, and
1: forth. Dude, you're yeah. walking you walk in Denver. You get off the plane in Denver. Your wind is like... You feel it? Oh, i never been there. Oh, dude. It's, it's, oh. Yeah. That first five, six minutes of a, a game in Denver, some of the hardest basketball I've ever had to play. Wow. Because you're up in the altitude, and your lungs are trying to acclimate to that altitude of being up a mile high. And we played a game, uh, Celtics played a game in uh, Mexico. In Mexico Mexico City, excuse me. Oh yeah, Mexico City, the altitude was higher than Denver. When I got off the plane for that game, my chest and in, in our, our planes started to uh, depressurize. And they opened the doors and regular air came in. Immediately, my chest got a little tight. That and a bad, bad air quality in. Mm-hmm. in in Mexico this episode of Cedric Maxwell the Podcast is brought to you by Awaken One Eighty. Head in over
0: in to America. Awaken 180com Max, around. tell them why I'm they should. Around, Man, that want. is a place to be if you want to
1: lose oh, weight you, during, you, you during this pandemic. So a couple of things: imagine, I'm imagine running full speed immediately in the way. first week. You're going to lose so trying to adjust to a You're do that. But then on top of that, you don't have to go in. It's virtual now, and they got one of the best people in there. Page, one of the owners of the place, she is remarkable. So you you get. You get a double bonus. You lose weight and you get friendly people and you get a chance to do it virtually from home.
0: That's right. All six locations have now reopened for your virtual program. Head online to awaken180weightloss.com. That's awaken180weightloss.com. So, Doc is Doc is safe? You think his job's safe? I hope it is. But
1: I believe it's not. Okay. I hope Doc Rivers continues to be the head coach. But I think the way that team fell apart and you got the best, two of the best players right now in the world playing on their team together, it didn't do Doc a favor. Right. To extend any
0: time. Yeah. The only reason I think they may give him one more year, again, is because of uh the timing of all this. Like, do they have enough time to thoroughly look for the next head coach? Because this is an important decision. You can't just make this decision yeah. in a day. And to your point about how quick, how quick the offseason is going to be, how wacky things are going to be, you have to make decisions about who you're drafting, who you're trading for, who you're going to sign up for You know, as a free agent all that comes into play and doc is already in it you know it's tough to bring in an outsider it it, you know? it, would, it would be but i just it would be tough but again if the players don't want him forget
1: it I just, you have to have an honest conversation i with believe the let me say this i believe there's a window of opportunity for doc to move on and i think it's larger than it was 24 hours ago much larger okay Cause I just believe that that you know I believe that Clippers are gonna win, but the way they lost, that's what would bother me if I was the owner. Mm-hmm. I can see if the Celtics lost that game, okay, that's a nip and tuck game, you mm-hmm. know, everybody's battling. As you said, L.A. LA gave up. Mm-hmm. They gave up. I
0: yeah. I heard you saw in the third quarter. I, I heard
1: people saying that. I heard. Um, I Think it was Jackson. Mark Jackson said. and He said no. He said, it's just shame
0: right now. Mm -hmm. This team has given up. This is one play. I think it was like five minutes left. Everyone already knows what's going to happen. The game is over. The Clippers are trying to set up their offense. And I think it was Gary Harris. Gary Harris just jumps the passing lane, steals it, and goes off the other end. He's playing as if the game is tied. I'm like, man, these guys are on a whole nother level right now. And if you're not matching that intensity, if they don't bring that same energy, forget it, man. It's not even going to be close. I'm telling you. It's yeah, not going to be close. Yeah. yeah. It's not going to be close. Yeah.